Disclaimer, we do not agree with or support JK Rowling's bigotry and prejudice in any way, shape, or form, and we also do not tolerate Draco Sands or Death Eater sympathizers. However, they are warmly welcome to tune into our podcast. We'd also like to forewarn everyone that we will be mentioning later books and events in every episode, so here's your official spoiler warning. Enjoy the show! Not only are we reading and analyzing chapters 10 and 11 of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, we are recording together in person at midnight. Yes, this is the midnight edition. What? This is our big, like, rebellious thing that we're doing since school ended today. Today is June... Well... Oh, God, today is tomorrow, actually, so technically school ended. I was just like, I thought school ended on June 15th, and then I realized that it's midnight, so it's tomorrow, so school yeah. ended yesterday. Sorry, if you guys can't tell, I'm really tired. Um, anyways, yeah, enjoy this. It's probably going to be a little chaotic, so yeah. we're going to be talking kind of quietly, because my, my dad is asleep, so anyways, would you like to go first? No. Okay. Oh, I, I have to have a question of the day, which I did not think of, oh, even right. though I, I made myself a note to think of one, and I still didn't. I came up with one. Okay, well, I'm going to think of one. Um, okay, since Percy and Hermione get into it in this chapter, what uh-huh. are two characters you would love to see fight each other? I feel like there's so many good options. I feel like I'm just gonna pick the most insane combo. <laughs> I really wanna see Seamus fight someone. Who? I don't know. That's what I'm trying to figure out. I want <laughs> Voldemort and Crookshanks to get in a fight. <gasps> Crookshanks is actually outside my room crying on my door because he has fleas and I'm not letting him inside. Um, yeah. They, yeah. Did we mention this is in person? I think we yes, did. Yes, yes, okay. we're recording in person at midnight. We yeah. said that at the beginning. Um, anyways, okay, my bad. Sorry, <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. I'm just really tired. Um, <laughs> anyways, I think I would like to see Seamus fight, um, honestly, Percy. I think okay. that would be interesting. I think Seamus would sleep <laughs> more with him, but I think that that would be really entertaining. Yeah. Anyways, um... Poor Mr. Roberts was totally messed up after all those memory drugs. They really just stuck him with drugs. It's the middle of July, and he goes, no, it's August, and he goes, Merry Christmas. And it's like, dude, (laughs) it's light outside. Like, what? Merry Christmas. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Feel free to click off this episode now. We've been watching WandaVision. We have two episodes left. Yes, so I don't know if we mentioned this, but I did try to get... So, I know you've mentioned... What is it? The thing you made me watch. Monty Python? Monty Python. And the Holy Grail. I think you've mentioned it a couple times. Probably. Um, And so, the deal was that if 
she, if I would watch Monty Python, she would watch WandaVision. Yes, but I also specified that I would watch WandaVision over the summer, and since school ended yesterday, we started yesterday, since it was officially And now she's hooked. Yeah, I'm, wow, so many questions. Um, to put into context for people listening. Massive spoiler um, No, no, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to say that what happens at the end of episode seven just happened. Oh, okay, yeah. And. So many questions. So many questions. So many. (laughs) Who knows the answers? I do. Probably you, yeah. 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 (laughs) Um, Mrs. Weasley is a total hypocrite. Like, when they come home and she's like, oh my gosh you know, I'm so sorry, like, whatever. It's like, I feel so bad. And it's like, she pretends to care. And it's like, why did you make a scene before I know, left? I find it hard to have sympathy in that scenario. Yeah. I mean, I guess, let's look at this from a mother's perspective. Yeah. Which we obviously know. It's like, I get it, because I have plenty of experience with, like, you know, things like that. But it's like, I get that it's like, you're trying to... She wants the best for them, and that's admirable. But at the same time, that should include allowing them to pursue the things that interest them. Yeah. Which is their joke shop. And not allowing them to do that is not putting their best interests forward. But she clearly was not taught that. She was taught that a ministry job is the best job and all of that, like, BS. And so, which is why she's like that. And so, I, like, I understand. But at the same time, it's kind of annoying. So. At the same time, the misogyny. Why aren't you working in a, a, a ministry, Literally, ma'am? Like what, it, like, what is... it? It's kind of different in, like... Because sometimes it makes sense for one parent to stay at home and the other to work based on money, whatever. Like, sometimes it makes sense. And that's wonderful, you know? Yeah. Whether it be the father, the mother, whoever, or what a parent that is staying home. However, in this situation, they would be more... You know, they would be better off monetarily if she worked at least part of the year when the kids were in school she's got an empty house besides Ginny for like for the most of the series she has an empty house year round and so if she worked like part time they would have more than like what was that $150 in their bank account like that is you cannot live that way no virtually impossible I don't know how they're not in like wizard debt but like you know I wonder if Fred and George had got the money, they would actually give it to, like, their family. What do you mean? Like, would they personally use it for themselves? Like, like the try was do their joke? No, from their bet. If oh, they had gotten their money. I think, but it's like you know, I guess in a way, I don't, I don't think that they would have put it towards their family really. Because it's not, I don't, it's not that I think that they're selfish, it's that Mrs. Weasley has not given them any sort of motivation to help her out. Yeah. She is too proud, and she is too much of a nag on them, and she's forcing them to prove her wrong, you know? Mm-hmm. She's like, you can't do this, this isn't right, this is wrong. And so they're just aching to, to prove her wrong, and so I doubt that they would have used that money for her sake, and instead use it to do what they want because it's like the more someone tells you don't do this this is wrong you can't do this you're like well now I'm gonna go and do it and so I think that that would exactly be their thought process and so I doubt that they would have put it towards their family much you know because she gave them no motivation to want to help yeah you know it's kind of scary the whole situation though of like people not knowing if their families will come home or not from the Quidditch match that's that's crazy. It's like, because, like, I forget that this is happening. Like, wizard society, like, when it comes to communication, are, like, behind muggles yeah. in many ways at this point. And um, 
since most cellular phones don't work in the vicinity around their homes and things like that. And so it's the way behind in communication when it comes to speed. And so that would be like the weirdest situation. It's like, you yeah. know what's happened because the paper comes every morning, but like there's absolutely no way for her to communicate with them at all. Yeah. You'd think they'd have some people listed in the newspaper. Yeah, but at the same time, it's so chaotic. I guess it was and very recent. Yeah, but. it's so it's such a mess too, and especially when you have reporters like Rita Skeeter who don't care about like assuring people. She cares about making a headline and making a story, and making an impression. I'm just thinking about this. I I mean I don't know how global warming works in the Wizarding world, but wouldn't it wouldn't it wouldn't it, wouldn't it be a lot more eco friendly if they didn't just have new newspapers all the time? Like, doesn't it seem like they could just update it? Yes, it does, but clearly, you know, what it, like, like, muggles, like, we don't even care about, glo- like, we, you and I, care I mean, about global warming. I mean, of course the wizards are capitalists, well, so yeah. they want them to be But it's like, you know, stuff. we, not meaning you and me, but meaning, yeah. like, people, like, don't even care about global warming 90% of the time. Yeah. From what I see in my day-to-day life, and so I doubt that wizards would be much more eco-conscious than us. Right. So, um... Those th- kids, the trio, do not know how to be subtle at all. They want to get away and, like, have a conversation. They're like, hey, should I leave my things in your room? Like, wink, <laughs> wink. And then they're like, oh, yeah, should I come too? And then it's like, come on. Just leave the well, room. Well, I don't think they're really trying to. No, but it's still kind of funny. It is it's funny. like, come on, guys. I find it really surprising. <sighs> <laughs> just could not finish that sentence. I think you it ran really out of energy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Powering down. You, um, your battery died. <laughs> I find it really surprising that we never get a prominent vampire character in this series for how many times they're mentioned. Yeah, except for the one guy that makes an appearance at Slumberg's party. That's He's why I said prominent. He carries the whole series. I, exactly. He's the best. He's I really, so funny. I just, I want to know how they... Because, like, vampires have so many different rules to them. Yeah. And I'd want to know what they would look like in this world. I guess just like people, but just exceptionally pale. How did they describe the it, vampire Or do Slugworth the party? Harry Potter universe follow the Twilight universe? <laughs> does <laughs> does, does um, Cedric Diggory really become Edward Cullen? I was just about to say that. Um, I've actually never seen a Twilight movie. Um, I watched them all, I think. I, I fell asleep halfway through the second I one. I was morally opposed to reading the books when I was a kid, because I was extremely pretentious, and I'm still too proud to, like, let it go, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, they weren't bad. I don't think. I don't, I, uh, I, I the don't books would probably be more interesting. I, like, as I said, I was extremely pretentious, and I was like, that's not real literature. <laughs> I'm reading real literature. I'm reading <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> Um, when George told Mrs. Weasley that she should be nice in case the Hogwarts Express crosses, expresses, he isn't wrong. Like, he's literally just saying exactly what someone should have told her before they left the Quidditch World I Cup. feel like it is kind of rude, though. I mean, sure, but at the same time, it's like, he's still, like, well, yes, he should have some sort of, like, idea of, like, what is appropriate to say in, like, what situation. Like, he is still 
like a kid you know it's like as much yeah. as we hate being called kids now you know 16 like teenagers like 15 and up it's like you get tired of being called a kid but he still is and you know when his own mother is like invalidating him constantly and making him feel like she doesn't want him around it's like he's gonna act yeah that's why they act out you know each one of her children dealt with it in a different way some very similar to each other and you know like fred and george some very different percy completely different than the entire group you know and so yeah. Kids are, especially in Fred and George's situation, because of how she treats them and how she talks to and about them in front of them, you know, like, he's going to act out if she's constantly, you know, saying rude things to him, destroying his things, and then something bad happens, she's like, oh, I'm so sorry, you know, and she kind of acts like she's not going to do it again, but then she does, you know, it's like, he's going to lose consciousness for what is appropriate to say to her, because she's not showing him any kind of consideration or respect, so he's going to start to lose that for her. So it's like, in yeah. a way, it's like, it's understandable that he would start to say things that are rude or inappropriate in certain situations because she never takes that into consideration when she's talking to him or about him in front of him, you know? I'm desperately trying to think of the context of this note because I didn't think to put context to these. I do that a lot. Um, I kind of love Mundungus. I don't know what he did. Oh, I do, but it's one of my trivia questions, so I'm not going to tell you. I'll tell you at the end. Okay. We'll, we'll come back Maybe to this. Maybe it will strike something in we'll me come back when to you this. ask the question. Yeah. Editing, Colin. Remember. Make sure that we come back to this. And if we didn't, input something here. Or after trivia, Why wouldn't actually. you? It's your trivia question. True. But what if we forget? It's midnight. It's 1230. Anyways. We're not going to forget trivia. You love trivia. No, I don't mean forget trivia. I mean forget to come back to it. Why would we forget to come back? <laughs> We're going that doesn't in make any here. sense. We're going in circles here. You make no sense. Whatever. Okay. Um... I love... Oh, no, sorry. I'm ahead one. My bad. You're ahead of me. I'm... Well, I'm ahead of myself, so... Um, Wait. <laughs> Let me you go. You don't even know what my next note is. No, I was but you're already ahead of me. No, I... Okay. <laughs> this is why it, I recorded it, at night. <laughs> it, it's interesting to see the beginnings of the divide between Percy and Arthur. Yeah, at this point, Percy's already, like, because he's, like, got accepted in, like, a higher kind of rank place so early... Um, he's already starting to, like, not sell out Arthur, but he's already starting to, like, not have as much consideration for, like, what happens to him, you know? Yeah. Because he, like, now, because Mr. Crouch, like, although Mr. Crouch doesn't know his name and doesn't seem to care about him much, the fact that he's putting, giving him responsibility is validating him in a sense, and so Mr. Crouch has, in a way, replaced the need that Percy has for his own father, because... You know, Mr. Crouch, he's wealthy, he's powerful, he's everything that I'm sure Percy wished he had in the father, and so now he's, like, you know, losing the need for Arthur and just investing everything he has in Mr. Crouch, and, like, Mr. Crouch this and Mr. Crouch that, and so it's, like, everything he thinks about is Mr. Mr. Crouch, and when someone tries to defy Mr. Crouch, who he sees as, like, this all-powerful being, he's starting to get really defensive, even if he's wrong. And even if he's not, it's kind of like, you know, obviously you have to disagree with family sometimes, but at the same time, it's like, he's just nitpicking every single thing that Arthur does. Like, everything that he's done since the Quidditch World Cup, like, Mr. Crouch has done no wrong. The elf wasn't his fault, nothing was his fault. And it's like, you know, you're, we're, yeah, we're definitely starting to see where Percy is, like, straying from his father and almost, like... It almost kind of feels like we're watching him pull away from him and, like, towards the ministry and towards Mr. Crouch. We. <laughs> I feel like the idea that 
Winky Winky's behavior isn't his fault at all is a little naive of Percy. Yeah. He has to know that even though elves aren't human, they still act closely, like are similar to them. While they've been conditioned to act a certain way, they still have brains and feelings and minds like humans do, maybe on a reduced level. But like the idea that a creature, any living being capable of like, you know, <laughs> conscious like thought and activity and all of that like is not also a product of its environment and its upbringing is ridiculous of him to assume yeah. it's like Mr. Crouch you know sake of the argument raised that elf like he raised her and not in like a friendly you know parental way but he raised her and she has only known his influence so clearly something in his influence caused her to act that way it is absolutely impossible that she received influence from somewhere else and that she just, I mean, it's not impossible, but it's extremely unlikely that she would just act out of her on her own accord, you know? It just doesn't make any sense. Like, it's absolutely, in a way, his fault. Yeah. And we find out later it's because he stuck her with all of this responsibility with Barty Crouch Jr., and she cracked, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, yeah, I think it's very naive of Percy, but that's exactly what it is. He is starting to revere Mr. Crouch as, like, a god almost like he's holding him up that high way which is why he can't see what he's doing wrong and it's really realistic to how actual like people in power like this target young yeah. kids yeah. who are just like looking for success yeah and he's starting to like you know revere mr crouch in this way and he gets so deep into it that by the time like you know if he had been at this stage and at the quidditch world cup voldemort would have come back i think he would have gone back to his family but by the end of the book he was already so deep into it that it was too late to you know come to his senses and repair the damage that he'd done and so it took him two books after this like not including goblet of fire two and a half a quarter three quarter books to come to his senses yeah because he'd gotten so deep into it that there was just no way to repair it until the very end new saying the fat's really in the fire now i've heard i've heard that one before actually i haven't but i think i will yeah because if it's not just you know my twelve thirty brain not knowing anything because fat burns or makes fire burn more and so it's kind of like adding it's like saying like adding fuel to the flame you know like that saying i think um why are they eating shriveled cauliflower for dinner (laughs) why i hate cauliflower what is the appeal i hate cauliflower you know my mom and i went on a cauliflower pizza bend for a while but then the taste it started it was actually really good until it started tasting bad i don't know maybe it's great it was good but then we were having it so much that it started tasting like cauliflower and i haven't eaten it since it's been several months um i understand ron wasn't really being nice about the dress robe situation i'm not even there Oh, okay. No, I have have one thing to say, and it was really short. I just... (laughs) I really love it when Percy and Hermione argue, because it shows (laughs) that they have a very different, like, set Set of... Set of ideals. That and priorities as well. It's like, Percy and Hermione are very, very, very similar, and people, like, see them in the same way, but when Percy sold out his family for validation and power and ambition, Hermione didn't. Mm -hmm. And so, while they're extremely similar, it kind of shows how different their morals and their values are. Okay. 
anyways, we're there. I understand Ron wasn't really being nice about the dress robe situation because he knew all his family could afford. Yeah. But I sympathize so much with him about this because he knows he'll be laughed at and he has to, like, watch his friend get brand new dress robes and everything. Yeah. I feel really bad for him. Oh, it's like, you know, the comment where she says, you know, goodness knows I could use a laugh and she's, like, send me a picture. It's like she's also kind of trying to make light of it because she knows that that hurt her. And it's, like, she's embarrassed, like, having to admit in front of Harry, like, I couldn't afford this for my my kid, and so I yeah. had to get him. Like, and it's, like, you know, it's a similar thing. It's, like, he is still a kid, even more so than Fred and George. He is also going to act out. And it's, like, this is different because she isn't antagonizing him in the situation exactly, but it's, like, you know, being this poor has definitely affected Ron because he's constantly around Harry, who is not... And Harry, like, can't control it, but he's always getting new things and things like that. And so Ron is just feeling really, like, especially in this moment, extremely jealous. And so it's like, I sympathize with him. And it's like, you know, the Weasleys also did not teach basic coping mechanisms. And so he Mm -hmm. wasn't taught to deal with this in healthier ways. He's lashing out, which is what we know Ron does. And so this is how he knows how to deal with it. We have to let him in real fast, even though he has fleas. Shanks has joined the party. <laughs> okay, anyways. Um, I thought the birds of a feather comment was really funny. When he was like, when Fred called Mad-Eye an utter, and Mrs. Weasley was like, your father thinks very highly of him. And he was like, yeah, well, Dad collects plugs. Birds of a feather. <laughs> 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 I thought that was really funny. Um, I'm really, uh, you're, I'm probably ahead of you. What? I'm really surprised the secret about the Triwizard Tournament wasn't spread out. Oh, yeah, I'm not there yet. Um, maybe if they had investigated Mad-Eye Moody and not just played him off as, like, insane, they would have caught Barty Crouch Jr., and this entire yeah. book wouldn't have happened. But obviously that's not possible, because if the book hadn't happened, what's the point of the book? And the point of the book is that it exists, so, you know, I'm just saying... If they learned some basic You, you didn't need to skills. explain it. I know. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. If they learned... Would you quit doing that? <laughs> Why? Anyways, if they learned some basic... Oh, what? Crookshanks. in the head by Crookshanks. <laughs> if they learned some basic investigation skills, they would maybe catch a couple people before they literally tried ending the world. Um, I feel like my voice sounds really weird right now. It kind of does. It kinda not in a mean way. No, I know. It just gets like this when I'm like, when it's late. I don't, I'm not even really like that tired, but it just like, the later it gets, the more it's going to change and get like weirdly deep. Um, hope you guys are enjoying this. <laughs> I sound like I'm sick. I don't think, you know, it's just a little bit. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I, a cat's attacking me. It's Stop it. It's just a little what? <laughs> It's just a little, it's just, it's, it's just a little raspy. I can hear it. Thanks. But like, (laughs) okay. Anyways. Um, I like that they said like, man, the taxi drivers kind of look angry. It's like, well, yeah, they're transporting owls. I mean, it's like, how could they possibly expect to show up to a job in the middle of absolutely nowhere and then have to transport owls that do nothing but scream? And Crookshanks. 
Crookshanks. Come to Crookshanks. Ian Crookshanks, who accidentally crawled up the poor guy's leg. Yeah, Peggy. Hi, Crookshanks. He's just so excited to be here. We're looking for a mind at work. What's work. Hey. We're gonna get sued hey. by Lynn and Miranda. <laughs> Can you disapparate inside of Platform <laughs> 9 and 3 quarters? How did you not know he was gonna bite your nose? <laughs> he didn't bite it. Oh, he he licked it. Oh. Rose, my other cat, will bite my nose if I put my, like, nose near her. You know what's funny? I think Colin pointed this out in the podcast. I, like, in this podcast, my role is basically Hermione. I have a cat named Rose and a cat named Crookshanks. All, my dog's name is Bruno, which is kind of close to Hugo, so I'm just literally her. And I, I named Rose, like, 11 years ago. Why did I not even click in my head Rose as in, like, the daughter? Yeah. I was thinking. No, I. I was thinking. My brain was like, okay, Rose. So you are Hermione. (laughs) Adelia is Hermione. Hermione is played by Emma Watson. Emma Watson played Belle in, in the Beauty and the Beast movie, and there's a Rose in the Beauty and the Beast movie, so thus it makes sense. That's a lot of connection. That's like no, that, it's not really. That's like that guy on TikTok who like gets two names or like a person and a thing and like whatever and has to go on the Wikipedia and try and connect the two in under 30 seconds. You know? <laughs> Have you ever seen that? Or those videos where it's like this person who who did this with this person who did this movie with this person and this this person like whatever and they have to like connect. Yeah, those things that like that's what you basically just did in your head for absolutely no reason. Um Shh. Okay, back to my question. Can you apparate inside of Platinum no. Nine and Three Quarters? But they just did it. Okay, then they can't. But Why are you asking sense. if it, you can't? Well, duh, like, you can, but it's like, that feels like it defies, like, all of the laws that have already been set in place. Why? Because Platform Nine and Three Quarters is, like, some like a magical thing, as, yeah. such as Hogwarts. We. And you can't apparate inside of Hogwarts, as That's Hermione's. That's Thirteen times in the Not every book. magical thing is Hogwarts. I, thank you, Captain Obvious. Okay, thanks. <laughs> I appreciate it. But I'm like, Captain America. Whatever. I thought we discussed this. Crookshanks. Um, Crookshanks knocked the microphone. I hope you heard that. <laughs> oh no. Hey. Stop it, Crookshanks. Anyways, um, it just feels like like platform nine and three quarters would be so magical that like you wouldn't be able to, but I guess not. So, anyways. Meow. We're at your note now. I, I think, yeah. I'm really... Move the microphone. Here. I'm really surprised the secret about the Triwizard Tournament didn't get out to more people. Yeah, it feels like, especially if Malfoy is, like, basically blabbing, blabbing about it. Well, I don't remember. Did all the parents get notified, or was it just because Mrs. Charlie... Weasley, I think Mrs. Weasley knew because of Charlie and Bill and Percy and Mr. Weasley. Because, like, the whole ministry knew. Oh, we 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 we. And so... <laughs> I don't know French why I'm tonight. French. Um, Bonjour! Jesus. I think Mrs. Weasley knew because of her husband or like, all Colin Bon. I almost corrected Colin you. Colin Bon. I almost corrected you, and I'm like, your name is not Colin, because <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Colin Bon. Oh, Jesus. Um, anyways. Um, Comment allez-vous? <laughs> I'm sorry. French people. Francais. <laughs> Petit. That's almost, how you, that's almost how you say French in Spanish, but it's Francis. 
not like constant. It's not okay. Expenses. Okay. Oh, okay. I guess no one cares now. It's fine. No, <laughs> no. I would speak your truth. Anyways, um, Spanish. Hola. What? You're gonna do this right oh. after the heist came out. What oh is this God, a hate person. crime? Yes. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Hola. No. Why do I sound like Big Summer Blowout, dude? It's like. I love that Malfoy's like, well, my dad knows the headmaster of Durham's My father. Yeah, Malfoy's like, my father knows the headmaster of Durham's I'm like, yeah, because they were Death Eater buddies together. Like, why are you broadcasting that? That's like him going on, like, like something stupid, like Facebook, and saying, well, guess what? My dad knows this guy. And everyone being like, dude, they were in prison together. Like, that's basically what that is. And it's like, why would you... Why? Like, Lucius Malfoy, like, pretends like he wasn't actually a Death Eater, like he was in Furious, and then Karkaroff is running from it, basically, still, and so it's like, why is he blabbing? Why? I wish movie Lucius was there to, like, whack him with his walking stick. <laughs> like, oh now, God. now, Draco, we don't blab. Like, shut up. <laughs> Gee, I Anyways. wonder where Boubouton is located. Leg is falling asleep. Can I say my joke again? Yes. Gee, I wonder where Boubouton is located. Sounds. Why is Crookshanks? Sounds Portuguese. Crookshanks is under the bed trying to grab this cord. Anyways, um, yes, it doesn't. <laughs> he is attacking. What is he doing? Crookshanks. Wow. <laughs> that that wasn't the cat. Me. That was me. Anyways, I think they could tell. Um. Um, Hermione has to know at this point that no one is going to read Hogwarts a history. No, she has. I to know. I was just I thought it was funny how Ron always gets so annoyed. At I know he's like, she's... no, I didn't read it. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> no, not in Ron. I get it now. I, I got it the second after I reacted. I was like, oh. I wasn't um. talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, I get it. Yeah, no, you're right. He's always like, I didn't read it. And she's like, oh my god. No, she always goes, honestly. And then it's like, honestly. 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 <laughs> so bad. Um, anyways, that's all uh, I have to say. On everything? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I say it like that? Um, mom, 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 mom. My foot is completely asleep. My whole leg. My whole leg feels like that. Oh my god, we're gonna get copyrighted. Is pop and circumstance even like... Is that even what that is? I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. I feel like I literally am a musician. I feel like I just sounded like an idiot. Anyways. I have more things to say. Go ahead. Um, Dreaming of pushing Draco off a cliff is sadistic, but relatable. It's even better, because it's a glacier. I know. Not just a clip, a glacier. He's, he's like, That's... gonna get crushed by, like, an ice spike or something. Yeah, an ice spike, because <laughs> those just, like... <laughs> <laughs> are lying around? Yeah, they're just there under glaciers. Well, I think it would kind of hurt to just, like, land on a point. Well, yeah. That's, yeah. That's why, like, things like swords are pointy, because they're supposed to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I meant, like, if you fall on, like, a little cliff thing or, like, a mountain. Well, yeah. It's gonna hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I learned that from Frozen. Oh, good. How is Ron so strong he can shatter a compartment door? He, like, slammed it. I guess the glass is weak. 
Maybe we aren't picturing Ron as buff as he is. He's. I feel like they would have described him as more like well, he got a glow up. <laughs> um. He's described as tall and lanky, and so he's like, I'm sure he's like a strong like. He's, if he's gonna be keeper, I'm sure that he's he could strong. Be a, yeah, he's I supposed to be. I doubt that he's like visibly yeah. like super buff. You know, but like you can He's be like strong. a basketball player. Yeah, you can be tall, lean, and look like strong, but not so much so that like he's obviously not really he's he's lanky, but he's not ex- he's not extremely skinny. Like that's it's not the same thing. Like I don't picture him as being very skinny. Not that he would like. I feel like he's like a normal like he probably looks like physically strong. You know, for Harry, like being his only personality trait of like being Quidditch. Ron is kind of the jock of the group. Yeah. He's definitely... Harry is definitely described as underweight, skinny, scrawny. Like, that's... Yeah. I feel like I picture Ron tall, not necessarily buff, but, like, visibly strong. He wouldn't be as skinny, like, skinny, skinny like Harry. I'm sure he's still thin. He's lean. He's lanky. But, um, not in a way that, like, wouldn't... You wouldn't immediately guess that he's, like, athletic. I feel like he's built... Like, that's what I was getting at. He's built like an athlete... Crookshanks. Anyways, um, yeah, so that's, yeah. Crookshanks just wants to be part of the team today. What is this? I'm paranoid that everything is flea. Freaking out. Okay, anyways. Do you have anything else to say? No. Okay, time for trivia. I guess we're gonna go back around to the trivia. Who would have thought? <laughs> Shut up. That's what I meant. Okay, I'll go first. <laughs> Fill in the blanks. No. Mundungus Fletcher's put in a claim for a blank bedroom tent with blank, blank, blank. But I've got his number. I know for a fact he was sleeping under a cloak propped up with sticks. Jacuzzi. Okay, so that's one blank. That's a point for you. But a blank bedroomed tent with blank, blank, jacuzzi. I didn't realize it had a thing. Yes, a hyphen. Blank, blank is hyphened. So first is the amount of bedrooms in the tent. You already have one point. It's ten, right? No. I remember it really being really tall. I pictured it tall. (laughs) It's not ten. How is it not ten? Fifteen? No. And you used up your guesses for that one. Okay. It's twelve. But you Literally still, in between my two guesses, I like know, directly. That sucks. I was expecting you to say twelve for some reason. Um, anyways, so now you have put in a claim for a twelve-bedroom tent with blank, blank jacuzzi. I really didn't think there was anything. Yeah, it's kind of like a specific. Like, where is the jacuzzi? If you watch Indoor. HGTV, no, it's a blank, blank. It's a hyphen. Indoor is one word. So it's two words, but they're hyphenated. Built in. No. Good guess, though. Similar? I don't... Isn't that my two guesses? Technically, yeah. Okay. En suite. Okay. Yeah. So, like... Yeah. You know en suite. suite? I don't have to mansplain <laughs> it to you. Um, <laughs> I know what an en suite is. I know. I was like, I don't have to mansplain it to you. I definitely have that tendency, and I feel embarrassed at myself every time, because it's like, I will not be compared to men. Um... <laughs> In any way, shape, or form. So, that's a point for Colin. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, the cat scared me so bad. This is really just Crookshanks' episode. <laughs> it really is. He's just everywhere. Meow. 
Go ahead. Okay, if anyone is old enough to drink, take a shot every time we say Crookshanks in this episode. Please? Put that in the episode description, too. Okay. Okay, but just, this is also the end of the episode, which means that now you're just gonna have to re-listen to the whole thing. Oh, right. Take a shot every time we say Crookshanks. Maybe I'll put it at the beginning. Put it at the beginning. And then we'll say it again here, just to remind you to take a shot every time we say Crookshanks, as we keep repeating it so you're just repeatedly taking shots. So just remember to have them ready. Just right. a lot of them. Even though you won't hear this until you know end. what? Crookshanks, 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 Crookshanks. <laughs> How many shot, is that? Shot, 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 <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Your first trivia question. Um. <laughs> Sorry. Must be a funny one. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, okay. Is that like sadistic? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. I can't believe this is my question. Who wrote the standard book of spells grade four? Isn't it just... It's, no, the Guild of Five Shots and History of Magic. That was not a guess. Was it Goshawk? Is that the last name? Mm-hmm. Miranda? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It's the same person. No, I know. I just feel like I always forget her name. Okay. I am struggling on this one. Yeah. Okay. Um, fill in the blanks. Remember, she interviewed all the Gringotts charm breakers Gringotts. once. And called me a blank, blank, blank. The first blank, blank is hyphenated. Tramp. No. Uh, no. (laughs) Every time I say hyphenated, you guess one word things. I don't know what hyphenated things could be. Well, en suite. Beezy-eyed. Beezy-eyed. What is a beezy-eyed? Did you mean beady? Beady-eyed. You're wrong, though. Cockatoodle. (laughs) That's still one word. I meant for the third word. Oh, no. Bird, bird, bird is a word. <laughs> Are we Dr. Seuss today? Jesus. <laughs> Sounds like redfish, bluefish, and fishy fish. <laughs> How do you not know bird, bird, bird is the word? I just keep guessing, please. How do you not know that? Because I had no childhood, apparently. Just go ahead. Why did I look at my notes like I thought it would help? It's lousy. No. Goblin. No. Dobby. No, you definitely used your guesses. A long-haired pillock. Who? What is a pillock? Something insulting. Um, cause Rita Skeeter interviewed Bill and in the Daily Prophet called him a long-haired pillock. What does pillock mean? I'm looking it up. I feel like it's a bird. Pillow. No, P-I-L-L-O-C-K. A stupid person. It's British. Of course. Of course. Anyways, go ahead. Ow, Jesus, my leg is asleep. Again, all my questions are really bad, so (laughs) you definitely get away. Okay. What book was Ginny mending with fellow tape? I almost asked you this. And it wasn't. Hold on, hold on. It wasn't. Is it standard book of spells grade four? No. No. No, she's not even grade four. That was not. That's a guess. a guess. Whatever. Okay. You literally asked me if it was. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, no, I literally almost asked you this. Oh, you can do it. I know. Just give me a second. No, I only have one guess. Um, do, can I know how many words it is? No. I gave that to you when you had to guess the committee for the disposal of dangerous magical creatures. Six. Six? 
Okay, so stop all that I thought it was. Hold on. Just go for it. No. No. Okay. Um. No. Just go. Just give up. No. Oh my god. I know this. I literally almost asked you this. R.I.P. Defensive magical theory. I don't remember. No. Yeah, I don't remember. A hundred magical herbs and fungi. Herbs. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Why do I do that? I don't know. Anyways, he's gonna try and play with my phone charger. Okay. Um. Okay. Sorry. Fill in the blanks. Charlie was darning a blank blank. Apron. No. Well, good for him if he was. I know. He feels, he seems like the kind of guy that would, you know? Yeah. He would, like, come home and he would be wearing an apron and, like, cooking. I feel like Charlie's definitely someone you take home to the parents. Yes. I definitely would. Um, I feel like he's definitely not attracted to people, though. Yeah. Not that he's attracted to dragons, that he just likes dragons. He's just a dragon guy. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. What was I about to say, though? Oh, I think I was going to say that I would marry a white man if it was him. Or someone like oh, adjacent. Yeah. yeah. What was the question? Oh. Charlie was darning a blank blank. My whole leg is asleep. Leg. No, not a leg. <laughs> <laughs> I just repeated what you said. <laughs> <laughs> Boots. No. Pants. No. <laughs> <laughs> totally naked except Best. this one article. <laughs> <laughs> a fireproof balaclava. We both we're tied right now. Fill in the blank. Uh oh. Oh my god, I think they're so bad. Again, this I, is, I did tell you that in the, so. the fill in the blanks are literally just random sentences I picked. I hate this. Amos Degree's head was sitting in the middle of the flames like a large blank. Blank. <laughs> Why do you laugh like that? What is wrong with you? Dad is sleeping. Shh. 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 Okay. <laughs> no. Stop it. That's not really not it. Do you give up? No. You did guess. I still have three left though. Oh no, it's one blank, so I have one Just guess. One. <laughs> I thought it was two. Well, it is two. It's a two word. It's a two oh, word. Okay, so I have three more guesses. Yeah. <sighs> was that the guess for the second word? Am I safe to assume that it's an adjective? Mm hmm. Okay. Um, like a. Can I give up on one word? No. <laughs> the adjective ends in ed. Ed? Mm -hmm. I just like sit here in silence for five minutes with all the adjectives I know. Happy. 
Maybe you just want him to be happy. No. His son is gonna mm -hmm. die. Oh, I'm rocket pee. Do I need to know how it's spelled? Like Edie? How is that spelled? No. What do you mean, how is it spelled? E-D. Oh, you meant the letters E-D, not the sound. Yeah. I thought you meant E-D as in greedy. No, 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 no. No, okay, you meant E-D. Okay, well that's Sorry. helpful. It is helpful. E-D, oh, okay. Um, that must have sounded really funny to the people who understood what you meant, and I was like, how is it spelled? And you were literally <laughs> like, I told you the letters. <laughs> um... I'm sure I know the adjective, but I'm giving up on that. Um, okay. I, know that I don't get to know what it is yet. I really like how it's described. I'm totally giving up. I'm not going to remember. Okay. Is I that it? Yeah, I probably know, and I'm going to be upset, but I don't remember right now. Bearded egg. Fuck. I do remember <laughs> reading that. I never would have guessed it, though. Um, that was a good one. Okay. Fill in the blanks. The rain sounded even louder at the top of the house, accompanied by loud whistlings and moans from the wind, not to mention blank blank from the ghoul who lived in the attic. Groans? No. Hammering? No. No. Wrestling? No. Loud? No. Sporadic howls? Yeah, that's a good one. I like the word sporadic. Me too. <laughs> if I was you, I wanna be me too. My whole life, I can't. I think my goal is to get this episode copyrighted. Can't feel. Oh my god, I can't. My I foot can't is feel just my like, leg when I'm my with foot you. Is just like limp. Foot. I'm I like, can't feel my foot stop when it. I'm with you. Okay. Anyways, go on. Stop it. What's your next question? Fill in the blank. Goody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I sort of wish we were back at Hogwarts this year, said Bill. Hands in his pockets, looking almost blank at the train. Longingly? No. I want to say forlorn. That's not a guess. I'm just, like, weighing my options. Looking almost longingly. That's basically what the sentiment is. I'm just gonna say forlornly. Forlornly? Forlorn. Um, wistfully. Okay. Okay. Um, last one. Fill in the blank. Singular. Weasley, you weren't thinking of wearing these art, were you? I mean, they were very fashionable and about blank. Oh. Wait, why? How could it just be one blank? Well, because it's written in, like, numbers. It's not written out. Oh. It's just numbers. 1900. No. 1920. No. 1890. 18. You already guessed twice. I was going to say 1800. I wouldn't have gotten that. Oh, yeah. 1890. So we tied. So it is time for our famous I game. I have one last one. Oh, you, wait, what? How? I didn't go first. Oh, you're right. Okay, go ahead. My bad. I usually go first, so I don't Yeah, know. yeah, I forget. Okay. I fill in the blank. 
but Percy, apologizing most blank, said that he really needed to get to work. Profusely. Yeah. I don't, that was a really dumb one. You won, right? Yeah. Two to one. Close, though. We were tied until the very end. Okay. I probably shouldn't have brought up that had one last question. Well, yeah, but we would have noticed later, and it's like, you know. Um, anyways, thank you for tuning in to our first ever... Do you want to know what my question would have been? What do you mean? Oh, your question of the day? Sure. Yeah. I was going to ask how you would casually go through the barrier. Oh, smart. I probably, I'm not good at casual. I probably just walk through it. Oh. Yeah. Um, anyways, it is now one... I moonwalk. <laughs> <laughs> it is now 1 a.m. Thank you for listening oh as, my God, it is. as we delve deeper into just complete insanity. Um, anyways, thank you for tuning in to our first ever midnight to 1 a.m. edition of the podcast. We really appreciate you. Follow us on Instagram and give us a review on Apple Podcasts. And when you do leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, make sure to leave like a written message so that we can really get your feedback. Or send us an email at welcomeoutbones at gmail.com. Anyways, thank you. We appreciate you. Be sure to come back next time. Have a good week.